Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, George Swift. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. We're here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, forget to subscribe and never miss an episode. And wow, what an episode we have here today. 100 episodes. When I started the Leveling Up podcast, what, five months ago, something like that, whatever it was, I sat there and I said, you know what? And I committed to my team, I committed to Tracy, and I said, right, I'll do 100 episodes. We'll see how it goes. Um, We're getting about 1,000 listens per month at the moment. I'm happy with that, I'll take that. That's just on SoundCloud, by the way. Obviously, there's no real way of tracking iTunes and Spotify, so I'm assuming we're getting some decent numbers there. So if you're one of those 1,000 people, whether you've listened to just one episode, two episodes, or whether you've tuned in to all 100 by now, I wanna thank you for being part of this journey that I've been on. I will continue to create these. absolutely passionate uh, bigger bright bolder myself as well in helping smaller business owners break through the limitations that they have maybe their self-imposed limitations or maybe it's just the challenge uh the external challenges that face us and i thought what better topic to talk about on the 100th episode than the entrepreneur's hero's journey the entrepreneur's hero's journey so if you're not aware of the hero's journey the hero's journey is a model for creating stories, okay? Every single film you've ever watched follows the hero's journey. In fact, every story since the dawn of time follows the hero's journey. Uh, There's been many versions of this in terms of uh, taking it, breaking it apart, and deconstructing it. However, everyone follows this same path. Now, every film you've watched, okay, especially the good films, right, but even the crappy films, the crappy films, you can see the hero's journey in those stories. The better films, it's more invisible. But I tell you now, regardless of whatever film you've ever watched, whatever book you've ever read, whatever story you've ever read, the hero's journey is contained within it. And the reason that is true is because there's universal universal truths in that hero's journey. So for thousands of years, people have been talking about the hero's journey and taking it and putting it into stories so that we can learn from those stories and apply them to our own lives. And the reason I want to share this right now is it combines multiple aspects of my past, okay? So for the last, what, 11 years, we've been at Bigger, Brighter, Bolder. For over eight years now, coming up to eight years, we've been doing success groups and extreme growth masterminds. Before that, um, I was doing uh, university lecturing, I was lecturing in film, so I was talking about a lot of the things we're going to be talking about today in terms of film, um, in terms of helping students to break down their stories and create compelling stories that resonate with the audience, but actually also when we come like like to today and we look at, say, entrepreneurs and we look at the journey that we're facing as entrepreneurs and business owners, but in life generally, so much of what's on the hero's journey re- resonates with what we will have to go through and what we'll have to go on. And it's really important to understand the different phases of our own hero's journey because actually you can get lost in this journey and it can feel like there is no end to it. And the truth of the matter is, when I ta- start talking you through the hero's journey, I'm doing this because it's a, a circle, okay? And we start at one o'clock and we work our way all the way back around to 12 o'clock. And as we start to work our way around the hero's journey, you'll start to resonate where maybe you are at right now, okay? So for some of you, you might be nearly completing a circuit or completing your own hero's journey. For other people out there, you'll start realizing you're just embarking upon that hero's journey. And what happens is you'll realize that there are multiple challenges, both external and internal, that will come along to challenge you, to force you to have to level up. It's the whole notion of this podcast, the leveling up podcast. We have to level up as entrepreneurs, we have to level up as human beings so that we can level up our businesses so that we can get the business growth and that we can get the the lifestyle, the quality of life, the success that we want to get out of life. You have to walk the two paths. It's absolutely essential, okay? And the two paths on the journey of success are the internal path and the external path. The internal path is one of personal development. 
So it's looking at our own self-imposed limitations. We're looking at our internal resistances, our personal issues, our doubts, our fears, our limited expectations, those things that have been put into us by other people, maybe growing up, society as a whole, our own experiences that then maybe damage us in some way or make us feel like we're we're not able to achieve what we could achieve or we're greedy for dreaming so big or wanting too much or all those things, okay? It's all on the internal or it's all in the internal environment and therefore we have to navigate those challenges by walking that internal path. The way we do that is continually turning up for our own personal development, okay? A big part of what the Level Up podcast is about, a big part of what we do at BBB and success groups and our Extreme Growth Masterminds is navigating that internal path. The internal path of self-imposed limitation, doubts, fears, all these things things, okay? They're there, they're going to challenge you, and if you don't overcome them, if you don't navigate your way through that internal path, what happens is you become the biggest limiting factor on what you're able to achieve out of life. Does this make sense? Okay, you'll be the limiting factor. Your business may be built for millions of pounds, but if you fundamentally cannot accept a million pounds for some self-imposed limitations, some self-imposed uh, self-belief issues, or just you know, just doubting whether it's the right thing to go for, whether it's too much, too greedy, whether I'm sacrificing too much of A for B, all these things hold us back and stop us from navigating that external path, which is the other path on our own journey to success. The external path is full of other challenges for us, okay? If you've been in business for any amount of time, you know this. I always say, when you start out in business, you kind of need a degree of, 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 of ignorance, right? Blind optimism, okay? If you, if you knew how hard it was going to be, there's a chance that you would never have embarked upon that journey. So we need a little bit of blind optimism to get started. Very quickly, you'll realize, wow, it is literally like wall after wall of challenges. You might go a few months, you might go six months where things seem to be plain sailing and inevitably, whether you like it or not, you're gonna hit that wall. And it could be any kind of thing. It could be, uh, it could be a challenge in terms of a skill set. It could be a challenge in terms of breaking into a market area, breaking through to a new client base, releasing a new product. It could be in terms of uh, you know, having to raise your pricing. And of course, all these external challenges are likely to trigger our own internal challenges. So for example, let's say you get to a point where your business models run out. And I see this a lot with my clients, okay, and our members at Success Groups, you get to a point where the model was working when it was just you and it was just your time. And then suddenly you're hiring some people, maybe you've got some premise, maybe you've got other assets that you're investing in, and suddenly the, the old pricing doesn't work anymore. So you're faced with this obvious truth, which is you have to raise your prices. That can really set off a whole load of internal issues for entrepreneurs and business owners, whether it's around deserving or greed, or whether it's the fear of losing clients or the fear of not being worth it. Does this make sense, okay? So quite often, you'll see that the challenges in the external world will ultimately also trigger trigger the challenges on the internal world as well, the internal environment, the one here between our two ears, okay? You have to navigate both of these paths in order to complete your own journey to success, all right? If you are watching this live because it's the 100th episode and we are recording this live on Facebook, I thought I'd do something different. Give me a thumbs up, give me a smile, let me know you're there, let me know you're listening, um, let me know that this is resonating with you. Equally, if you listen to this on audio only, then, uh, then, then, then connect with me, right? Connect through social media. Let me know what you think of this content. Let me know what resonates with you most here. Thanks for the thumbs up already. Okay, so we've got the internal path. We've got the external path. We have to navigate both of these paths if we ultimately want to achieve success. I said before, every film and every character and every story you've ever listened to or read or watched follows this same path, okay? So I want to share with you something. I used to talk about uh, the Lord of the Rings. If you haven't seen Lord of the Rings, don't worry about it. If you know There's spoilers coming up, I'll be honest with you, but if you haven't watched it yet, we're probably not ruining anything just yet, okay? But when we're looking at the Lord of the Rings films, the reason they serve so well as stories to use as examples of how stories work is because actually it's one film based over three long films, like really long films, and there's tons of lead characters. And whilst there might be a number of lead characters, actually there's a load of lead characters and every one of these characters has their own hero's journey, okay? The one I wanna focus on right now is one of Vidal Mortensen. If you remember Vidal Mortensen, when we first meet him, here he is, the cloak is over his eyes, his face is shadowed, he doesn't even go by his own name, uh, Aragorn, is his name. He goes by Strider, kind of a nickname. Um, he's a ranger and he's, he lives in the shadows, literally and metaphorically lives in the shadows, okay? As the film progresses and many, many hours of viewing later, 
We see him as the rightful king, okay, of the kingdoms, and he's there, and he puts the crown on, and he stands up tall and accepts his role in the world, okay, accepts what he's there to do. I want you to think for a moment, if you know the films, if you don't, it doesn't matter, right? The journey that he had to go on was both an internal and an external journey, okay? The external journey was very easy to see. It's an action-packed film, okay? Lots of goblins, lots of this, lots of orcs and that, lots of killing, lots of slaying, you know, lots of near-death experiences, okay? That's the external path, the external challenges. However, the internal challenges that he faced in becoming the king and stepping up to, you know, on his own hero's journey and completing his own hero's journey was actually his rejection of his own uh, place in the world, okay? He refused to step up to that role. He hid from that role as well, okay? And the story of the film, whilst it's also an action-packed film, goes on this internal journey, this internal path of Aragorn as well, of how he slowly, over the course of the three films, steps up. He steps up first to be, you know, the, the Hobbit's keeper, if you like, you know, the bodyguard. Then he steps up to be kind of like a bit of a leader. Then he steps up to be a real leader. And from being a real leader in those battles and uh, uh, leading those charges into battle, he then inevitably ends up stepping up to being king. And we see that in the last half an hour of the third film, after watching 12 hours of these things, he finally completes his own hero's journey. Every single one of those, okay, whether it's, you know, uh, whether it's Bilbo Baggins in The Hobbit, Frodo in Lord of the Rings, whether it's uh, the elf princess, Liv Tyler, I can't remember her name is, every single one of these, they go on their own hero's journey and we resonate and we relate with those hero's journeys because even though we can't necessarily relate to Middle Earth, we can't relate to specifically this film and magic and all these kind of demons and that, what we can relate to is the internal challenges that these characters face in stepping up and becoming who they can become, who they need to become in order to complete their own hero's journey to be all they can be and ultimately fulfill, if you like, their purpose. Does this make sense? And this is the same for every single entrepreneur, every single human being on planet Earth. Many, many do not step up to the hero's journey. Many, many do not step up to the challenge of being all they can be and complete and achieving all they can do. Does this make sense? Many people, the internal challenges become too much. And it's always the internal challenge that breaks us. The external challenges, right? I'll tell you now, the external challenges, they are demanding, but it's the internal challenges that break us. In other words, the external challenge of needing to break into a, a, a new market, you haven't got enough money, the business is starting to fold on itself. It's the internal world that will give in. Make sense? The external world is the challenge, but internally, when we sit there and we say, you know what, I can't do this, I can't, blah, blah, who am I kidding? It's all internal world. So when people give up, it's never because of the external challenge. And the reason we love an action film or any film, it could be a love story where, you know, our main avatar, you know, our main character ends up winning the sweetheart or winning the guy. You know, we love that because we want to believe in happy endings. We can relate to sometimes the tough journey in life, the, the difficulties that we have to overcome in life. And we love to see people winning on films. This makes sense. We love to see that there's a, not, there's a possibility there that we're going to win at the end of this, all right? And here's the thing. For every single one of us, we can win, right? We can win. But in order to win, we have to complete the hero's journey. And as I break down the hero's journey in just a moment for you, you'll start to see that is not an easy task. Just like every great love story you ever saw, it wasn't boy meets girl, girl was available, boy was available, both emotionally and physically and literally. They got together, they got on really well, they realised how happy they were together, so they got married, right? That is not a good love story, we don't relate to that, we don't resonate with that, it makes no sense to us, because of course, for 99.9% of us, the road of love does not go that way for us, okay? For many of us, we have our hearts broken multiple times, we then give up on the opposite sex, we give up relationships maybe our own self-esteem is crushed you know we meet someone but we reject them for our own personal issues then maybe we do accept them but then they do something because of their personal issues and together we have to struggle and work through this over maybe months maybe years whatever in order to have the relationship ultimately that may be the one we would dream of in the fairy tale that would be our life make sense that one kind of feels a little bit more realistic in many ways. Does this make sense? You know, the idea of Strider saying, okay, I'll take care of you hobbits and then I'll be king, doesn't make sense to us. That whole journey he goes on for 12 hours of video and like, I don't know, a million hours of uh, reading the books, you know, that whole journey he goes on is one where, you, you know, we relate to that. We relate to the, you know, something calling from within us, within us 
to say that we are we are better than this something within us saying we can do better than this we can be better we can have better you know this calling that there's a purpose there for me to go out and fulfill upon that it doesn't have to be all that it is right now and there's that yearning inside of us okay it's the call to action I'll talk about that in just a minute and it's that yearning inside of us that wants to get us to to break free but it's us that hold us back or we allow other people to hold us back you know our fears and our doubts our fear of judgment all these things hold us back and we relate to those when we watch a film like Lord of the Rings and we see someone like Vidal Morrison go from that role where he too has that inner tension that inner frustration between you know him wanting to run away and hide and just be safe and him kind of needing to step up and be in the limelight and take lead and take charge and accept his full responsibility in the world we see him struggle with that every bit as much if not more than we see him struggling with the external challenges the the wars and the fights and the battles and everything else does this make sense it's exactly the same in business across the whole of our success groups and our masterminds we see this okay we're there to help people navigate the external path all right you know, any decent business coach can kind of help you navigate the external path. However, what we really focus on is the internal journey. So whilst we're helping people navigate the external path, we're also there fundamentally for when the internal environment starts to become the limiting factor and starts to hold you back. And we help people on their own journeys, on their own internal development, so that they stop becoming the limiting factor in their business. Once you stop becoming the limiting factor in your own business, then it's just about getting the right model, and that's not as easy as this, but it's getting the right model, the right marketing, the right marketplace, the right strategies and systems and processes, the right product, the right services. These are all external things, all external problems that we can overcome as long as we stay in the game, okay? As long as we keep showing up, we keep bringing the best of who we've got even when the best of who we've got in there might not be the best we could be we just have to keep showing up the best of what we've got because that's ultimately how you're going to continue your own entrepreneur's journey your own hero's journey and this is how you're going to win okay if you show up with anything less than what you've seen you know stride to turn up you know Aragorn turn up for in Lord of the Rings that, that, that degree of fight and you'll hear me talk about fight a lot I don't mean literally going out there and fighting the world and taking them all on you bastards what I mean by that fight is that grit that determination that tenacity the perseverance to keep stepping up to keep getting out of bed to keep putting yourself out there even at the times in fact more importantly at the times when the external world seems to keep wanting to take your head Okay, that's how winning is done. So without further ado, I want to take you into the hero's journey. If you have come across this before, then then great, right? I would like you to hear my take on it. If you've never come across this before, I'm about to ruin every film you've ever watched now and possibly the future. I take my uh, I t- took my kids through this and uh, we were in the cinema the other day watching a film and she kind of nudged me and she went, is this the, right? And I'll share some of that stuff. Is this the, and I'm like, yeah, it's the, right? Uh, so so I, I will absolutely put it out there, spoiler alert, it's possible that I'm about to deconstruct and break your best favourite film, okay? However, it's a lecturing film, and once you break down any story you love, for me it has a deeper sense, and a deeper meaning to you anyway, okay? So whilst it might ruin some of the, uh, the magic, what it will do is give you a deeper appreciation for the story that you like, and maybe specifically why you like it. Okay, so here we go. Here we go, right? Now, I know you can't see that if you're watching this live on Facebook. Here is the hero's journey, okay? It starts at the top there. I hope you can see that on the screen. Um, If you're listening to the podcast, of course, you know, I'm just going to talk you through this right now. So at the one o'clock position, okay, we've got the ordinary world. Now, I've also added kind of an interpretation of what that might mean in terms of of the entrepreneur's journey, which is what this is really about. Okay, I've taken the hero's journey and I'm, I'm, I'm applying it to the entrepreneurial journey and you will relate to this. So at one o'clock, right, the story starts, your hero's journey starts with the ordinary world, okay? The ordinary world is really simple, it's the status quo, okay? Think to any film. In fact, if you want to think of your favourite film right now, if you don't want to ruin your favourite film, think of any film right now and then you'll see this story unfold and how that film unfolds its own uh, its own version of this hero's journey. Not just action films, love stories, dramas, all these things, okay? Comedies, they all go through the same path here, okay? So the film starts, the story starts, your life starts in the ordinary world. It's just ordinary you doing what ordinary you does, okay? I've written down the example, it could be a corporate job. You're in corporate, okay? You're in, you know, you're working for somebody else and here you are doing what you're doing, right? You're in the ordinary world, all right? And then there's a call to action. 
It's a two o'clock position, we have the call to action. The call to action could be a pain, okay? Or it could be some awareness of an opportunity. So think back to when you set up your business, okay? Or if you're in the process now thinking about setting up a business, this is where you are, you're in that tension point right now. And what gets people across that threshold, okay? The call, if you like, to start this journey, because otherwise we just stay in the ordinary. And many people refuse this call, okay? We'll come to that, you can just start to see that on there. However, if you answer this call, this is where the journey begins. So it's the current pain that pushes you to accept the call, or it's an awareness of the opportunities out there. In other words, you're sitting in your job, you're sitting in your office, you hate your job, you hate your boss, I don't know, maybe you just don't like it, you're just unfulfilled, okay? And maybe there's that sense of opportunity, the sense of I could do something for myself, I, I could do this better, or I could make something happen in the world, or whatever, right? Just that call within you, okay? That's the call to adventure. For some people out there, it could be made redundant. All right, so I know a number of business owners who end up joining my club. They're made redundant after maybe 20 years, 30 years sometimes in corporate. They've had big jobs, right? Whether it's in marketing or HR, human resources, whatever it might be. They've had senior positions in there, senior project managers, etc. And once, they've, once they're out, once they've been made redundant or they, or they accept redundancy or take redundancy, they don't want to go back to that place, right? They don't want to go back to that nine to five, the pressures, the stresses, the working for other people. And that's their call to action, which is, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back and do that and feel that way. There has to be another way. That's a call to action. Does this make sense? Of course it does. I'd love to know what your call to action was that got you into business for yourself. I'd love to know like, what, what got you to set up your business because there was a call to action. You just wake up and do it. There was a call to action. There was a, there was a desire, a drive, an opportunity that presented itself or there was some pain, some, something you want to get away from. Makes sense. Something became so uncomfortable, so painful that you had to move away from it. Okay, once we start getting around to the three o'clock position, um, we've got the refusal of the call, okay? The refusal call, this is typical. Most people reject that call. Uh, Strider, Aragorn in the film Lord of the Rings, rejected that call. Um, every story you've ever seen, uh, I can't think of one that it doesn't happen. There's an immediate rejection to this call to action. In your life, I bet you did as well. You had an idea that you could set up a business. You had an idea that you could be more, do more, that you could do this for yourself. And probably very quickly, there could be a, a very quickly sometimes, sometimes a little bit longer, but normally very quickly, there's an instantaneous almost refusal to that. You know, this is like Gandalf. Again, I hope you've seen Lord of the Rings films. If not, I'm talking you through it anyway. Is Gandalf turns up to Frodo. He sets Frodo out. He's a call to action to Frodo. Frodo was sitting there in the ordinary world, okay? Gandalf gave the call to adventure to Frodo by basically giving him this challenge to take this ring. And immediately Frodo rejects this, you know? I'm not up to it. I'm not good enough. I'm being stupid. This isn't going to work. Doubts, fears, internal self-imposed limitation. Just like you, just like me, just like everybody else, okay? Normally, we refuse the call instantaneously. I've written here, fears, doubts, uh, the fear of failure, the doubt that it's going to make enough money, the fear of losing the house, the other people's judgments, um, other people's other considerations in our life. These are all reasons why we might have said no, okay? Fundamentally, however, it's fear and doubt. Fundamentally, it's fear and doubt. Fear I'm not good enough, fear I won't succeed, fear I'm gonna fail, fear of ridicule, fear of judgments. Typically, that's what creates that refusal, all right? Now, on the hero's journey, you then meet the mentor, okay? Now, the mentor comes in many different guises, okay? Sometimes the mentor uh, arises as a business coach. Sometimes the mentor arises, like like me, right? For, 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 for some people, for many people, I have been that mentor, you know, people that, you know, they're, they're just in the early days of their entrepreneurial life and they, they meet us, they meet me, they, they join our club and we become that mentor that helps them ultimately at position four cross the threshold into the main story, into the main adventure. When we look at positions one all the way around to uh, all the way around to number three, okay, and even forward, the meeting of the mentor, it hasn't happened yet. Does this make sense? We haven't started the journey yet. Does this make sense? So before we even get started on our journey, we have to, you know, we, we, we have the ordinary world, we have a call to adventure, a call to action, we then typically refuse that. Some of you refused it for years. You know, some of you, you're doing something now that took you years to actually get out and finally do, okay? For some of you, it was shorter, but typically we refuse that call. Sometimes we refuse it for years and years, okay? Some people refuse it for life, right? And I think that's really tragic. They refuse it forever. They never accept that call to action. And for me, that's what a wasted opportunity, okay? I think that's tragic. Um, 
For you, you're here, you're in business, you're watching this, you're listening to this, therefore you accepted that call at some point. But typically, let's say you meet with the mentor. The meeting of the mentor is is, uh, someone that is there to either make it okay, make you feel safe, to advise you, to share your journey with you, to show you the way. It could be someone just to tell you that you're good enough, that you can do this. If you think about, you know, kung fu films, martial arts films, you know, this is where you take the average martial artist and they go off to Tibet and they find a monk up the mountain and they train with the monk for two. Makes sense. They haven't really even got into the real story yet. They're just doing the training, doing the montage. This is Mr. Miyagi in, uh, in, um, Ralph Macchio, Mr. Miyagi in The Karate Kid. Okay, so Mr. Miyagi is that mentor to Daniel-san. Um, okay, does this all make sense? Then it's crossing the threshold. When you cross the threshold, that's when you get started, okay? Once you cross that threshold, that's where the adventure really starts. In business, this is you setting up your business, setting up a partnership, whatever it might be. Right? It's the leaving of the job. It's the final, it's when you actually hand your notice in or when you actually set up the business. You cross the threshold. And in any story, there's a crossing of that threshold, okay? And it is about a third of the way through the film. Sometimes action films, it's really early on. But you'll see this, okay, in the story. There's a point where they cross the, the threshold and they accept the journey, okay? There's a point. In Lord of the Rings, um, it's when all of the characters come together around the fire pit in that elf world, okay? And uh, they're all there and they're looking for who's going to take the ring to, and, and put it in Mount, Mount Mordor. And uh, obviously Frodo just took it to that. That was his job, was to get it to there. That was, his, that was his little hero's journey as he saw it and that was challenging enough. And then he stepped up to the call to action and crossed that threshold. He said, I'll do it. All, all the humans and everyone else, the elves and that, all arguing and squabbling about who should do it. And Frodo steps up and said, I'll take it. And everyone stops dead in their tracks. That is the moment, okay, the film switches into the real story. Even though they've had a lot of adventures to get to that point, the real story of Lord of the Rings kicks off at that. Now, of course, in something like Lord of the Rings, because it's three films and they're three to four hours long each, that's a long way into the film. In a typical two-hour film, it could be 20 minutes in, it could be half an hour in, whatever it be. There's a moment when the story shifts and now we're into the real story. Does this make sense? There's been story, but now we're into the real adventure. We're into the real hero's journey. Almost instantly from crossing that threshold, almost instantly you will come across what they call tests, allies, and enemies. Tests, allies, and le- and uh, tests, allies, and enemies. Um, I've written here are uh, external challenges, failure. So you come out the gate thinking nothing can stop me now, and trip over yourself instantaneously and fail miserably. It's the business owner that thinks. I'm really good at doing, I don't know, I'm really good at doing marketing, therefore I'll set up on my own and I'll just do marketing for other people. And then you come out and realize it's a very different world out there. When you cross that threshold, you enter the new world, all right? And it's a very different world out there and, it, and, and the rules are different. In corporate and that, you just have to do a really good marketing job and you, were, you know, work hard and you, know, you were noticed and acknowledged and recognized and off you went on your career. In the external world, it's not as easy in the external world. And the new world in terms of this adventure, um, outside of corporate, in the entrepreneurial world we're calling this um, the rules are very different okay it's a very different world and the rules don't apply and we have to learn the new rules okay the what was the ordinary world in position one we are now in the new world and from this new world the same rules do no, no longer work we have to work out what those new rules are we do that through meeting tests allies and enemies Okay, now tests are just challenges. Enemies could be literally people out to get you, right? I mean, it's rare in business, but I've had it. Not, you know, I'm, I've had my own enemies. They've never really been a threat, like in terms of like in my space, but I've had my enemies out there. I'm aware of them. They, I, I know who they were and I know who they are. Um, they're not really my enemies, but they could be if I allowed them in, if that makes sense. If I allowed them into my internal space, if I, if I gave them thought processing time or if I allowed them to get too close to me. Um, but you will potentially have some external enemies. I had people where they've had their businesses ripped off they've been uh, they've had their businesses stolen off them I've had I mean all kinds of horrible stuff these are all part of the tests allies and enemies this can go on for a long time this lasts long enough for you to learn all the lessons in life that you need to in order to complete your journey does this make sense so don't think you're going to come out of business out of corporate set up your own business then say oh my god how do I find customers 
And then you then struggle for two months to find customers and then you go and find someone that can help you and then suddenly everything's okay. Think if, if that was a story, a, a book or a film you're reading, right? It would be like 40 pages long and it would be the most boring book ever. And it doesn't relate to anything that we know real life is like. You're gonna set your business up, I'll tell you now, you think it's, that's it, I've done the hard bit, I've set the business, it's not, okay? You then face these tests, these ordeals, these, these, these allies that come in to help you, the enemies out there potentially to get you. Sun Tzu, the art of war, he talks about the three enemies. He talks about the terrain, right? The landscape being an external enemy. So for me in business, it's the business uh, terrain. So it could be, you know, whatever the nonsense is over Brexit at the moment and whatever's happening, you know, if there's a recession brewing or whatever, different stuff like that, the market and the economy. And, you know, that's all, that's all the landscape, the terrain that Sun Tzu talks about. He talks about the actual enemy, you know, the people, the person that's trying to get you. And you may come across some of those in your life, in your, in your entrepreneurial journey. Um, and he talks about the tough, his battles have all been the ones within with the internal enemy. The ones that say, you know, I'm not good enough. Who am I? I don't deserve this. Does this make sense? And all these internal enemies, they're the ones that we have to overcome as well. That was Sun Tzu that said that, not me. Okay, so this phase that we're sitting here now, kind of six o'clock phase, the, 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 uh, the tests, the allies, the enemies, I'm telling you now, this can go on for some time and this is where people tend to give up because it just feels relentless. I want you to switch this up. In, in the context of the hero's journey, right, hopefully it will sound less cliche than it does on a Facebook meme or you know, something on Instagram, but the truth of the matter is, all the things that are happening out there in your life, they're just the tests and the challenges and the opportunities for you to learn the lessons that you need to learn, both internally, yourself, as, a, as a, an entrepreneur, as a person, and also the external that you need to learn. You know, the skills, the business skill set, the wisdom, the knowledge of business. This is where we gain all of that, okay? And then we move on to position seven of the hero's journey, okay? So position, uh, in position seven of the hero's journey, we have approaching the innermost cave. This is like kind of where we, I've written my, my interpretation is for you, facing our own demons, um, putting ourselves in the middle of it all, okay? So there's a point where inevitably, the innermost cave is the darkest part that we go, the darkest place that we go. For many people, this is the scary part. This is the challenging, the tests, allies and enemies, it's the challenging part, okay? But this is just really where we're getting the knowledge to really face our, our big demons. Okay, a lot of this is internal, okay? This is internal, this is the, the moment where we can end up giving up. It's the moment where it's, are we really in, or are we not in? And we have to go past this phase in order to get to the ordeal. So the ordeal sits there, right? So you're looking at this, you're thinking, damn, right, this is, this is a battle. Right, and this is why I keep saying to entrepreneurs and business owners, you know, yeah, I want you to be happy, fluffy human beings and that, but you've, you've got to fight for this shit, right? You've, you've really got to, have that grit and that determination and the tenacity and the perseverance to drive through all this. Because when we look at this, right, we cross that threshold, we go, oh my God, I've done it. You, yeah, you've, you've just started. All that ordeal you went through just to get to the point where you started the journey, like, oh my God, I'm just getting started. I'm in my own life thinking, you know, I just want to get to the end. I just want to get to the end. I want to get to the end. I remember thinking, if I can just get to the end. The problem with that thinking is that the end is so far away, right, that you, it appears that you're never getting there. And then when you start facing so much of these challenges that you're facing, when you start facing these things, it can start becoming relentless. We wear down, we get tired, and then we give up, right? The innermost cave is the place we have to end up going. It's where we stare ourselves down, naked, if you like, in the mirror, and we sit there and we say, right, you know what? I'm going. I'm putting myself right out there. I'm breaking through the vulnerabilities. I'm breaking, uh, I'm, I'm breaking through the self-imposed limitations. I'm breaking through these barriers. This makes sense? All right. And then you have the ordeal. Okay. So the ordeal sits here at uh, eight o'clock. Okay. And the ordeal is like the big confrontation. If you think about a film, it could be a love story again. I keep saying this, it's not just action. Action is normally like transparent in action films or adventure films like this. But in love films as well, there's the ordeal. It's the moment where you know that they're, 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 they're on the fence, they're not available for love, or they're maybe involved with a, you know, a loser of a boyfriend or a girlfriend doesn't really love them. So they're not available, then they cross the threshold, make themselves available, and then instantly there's the tests and the challenges. Along came Polly just popped into my head, that masterpiece, Hollywood making. But along came Polly, you know, they meet each other, you know, he thinks he's done, he thinks he's met, you know, met the girl of his dreams, and no, it's a huge challenge, that relationship, right? It's all that test and allies and everything else, he goes through all that. If you know the film Along Came Polly, the ally is the dancer. You know, the guy that does 
the da- the uh, Latin dancer. He thinks he's his enemy, but actually he turns out to be his ally in this. And he pulls him through and gets him into this place, right, where he can get there. Uh, Polly herself, right, Jennifer Aniston, she goes through this innermost cave where she has to confront herself. And this makes sense. All films go through this, okay? Break them down in your own time. But, you know, it will, it will, it will ruin the magic, but increase a deeper understanding of why you like that film or why you connect with that film or that story. Okay, so then we've got the big ordeal, right? When we look at the ordeal, the ultimate inner and outer battles. This is what they refer to as death and rebirth often when they look at the hero's journey, right? This is where you let go of who you were and you have an opportunity to fully embrace who you need to be right death and rebirth if you look at like the bible for example literal death and rebirth right a lot of films uh, the matrix i was watching with my kids the other day the matrix he dies remember at the end of the first film he dies at the end of that film he then resurrects he's reborn never been known before because he's the one inverted commas he's reborn he then goes on with his own hero's journey does this make sense so in some films it's literal they die and they come back to life other ones, it's more metaphorical than that. Does this make sense? They lose all their business. They lose all their wealth. They lose all their money. They lose the girl. You know, they, they, in that moment, they die. And through that, that ultimate ordeal, they truly become the new version of themselves. This is leveling up. The whole podcast here is the leveling up podcast. I refer to the leveling up process. That's it, right? You've just gone up a level. Right, you've let go of some of who you were. You've let go of, you know, how you operated, what you thought, how you felt about things, your perceptions. You've leveled up so that now you are able to continue with your own hero's journey. If you do not level up, okay, and here's the challenge here. If you do not level up, you will continually just swing backwards and forwards through the bottom part of this hero's journey. You'll continually get the tests, the challenges and the enemies. You'll then approach the innermost cave. If you don't conquer that innermost cave, you will come back and you'll get more tests and more challenges. Eventually you'll break through. They'll have the ordeal. If you fail at the ordeal or you don't step up to that ordeal, you don't resurrect yourself into the next version of yourself, guess what? You'll have to come back. There'll be more tests, more challenges. This is the nature of life. It's like a computer game, right? It's in every story, every film. It's in every single person's life. You have to keep going backwards and forwards through this part. And you get to the part where you think you've done it. You get to the point where you think I've conquered it only to then find yourself back in tests and allies and enemies phase, right? More challenges. This is you, again, getting more lessons. Like you went out there, you did the test, you failed the test, you had to go back, get more learning, more understanding, more knowledge, so you can come back and face the test, test again, right? Never give up. This is the point. Never give up during this, right? The hero never, ever gives up because they understand that all of these things are tests and challenges. And if I learn what I need to learn, if I condition and develop what I need to condition and develop myself, if I apply that in business terms, we're talking about apply that in my business, if I apply that in my product, in my sales processes, in my marketing, if I keep doing it, right, the same process, I do something, it works, then it doesn't work, it's broken, I go back and I have to fix it and learn something. I keep doing that. I will solve all these problems so that I can break through. Me personally, as an individual, I can break through that ordeal. Your business may well face that crisis as well. It's the point in your business where it feels like all is lost and there's a push, there's a challenge, and you have to get to the other side. If you can't get to the other side, you'll go back to more tests than that. If you reject it, and people do, they reject it. I see people get so close and it's them that reject it, okay? They're ready to go, but they reject it. They will put themselves back into the test phase. And the ch- And this is when business can become just hard work, right? It's very unrewarding at this point. Does this make sense? All this work here, all this fight, all this battling is to get you to that point of reward, right? When does the reward come? After the ordeal. After the ordeal. And there's that, there's that flippant saying out there. I don't, know how, I don't know how they measure this, but the idea is that most people give up just before they get there, right? Apparently, it's a real thing as opposed to just a nice concept. I don't know how you measure that because how would you know someone gave up? But fundamentally, the idea is really like accepted out there that many people give up just before they win, right? Regardless of whether that's true or not, my point is I do see many people giving up too soon because it just becomes an ordeal. It just becomes a fight, a test and a challenge and they give up and they come back. And guess what? If you give up, where do you go? You just hang around the bottom. Right, yeah, hang around the bottom. Guess what also happens at this point? You start dreaming back to the old world, right? Tell me you haven't done this. 
After a while of just being challenged and the innermost caves and then the ordeals and you fail the ordeal and you come back and it's, oh my God, it's still crap or it's still hard work. I'm not saying it's all rubbish or anything. I'm just saying, oh my God, it's all really hard work. Sometimes you start looking back to the ordinary world and you start thinking, oh my God, it was okay there. In the love story, okay, in the love story, uh, Along Came Polly again. I don't know why this film's in my head today. I haven't watched it for bloody years. Um, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. But anyway, Along Came Polly, um, in this one, he goes back to his ex-girlfriend. Make sense? So in a love story, they go back to their ex-girlfriend. In uh, Four Weddings, and if not Four Weddings, in Notting Hill, a much better love story. So in Notting Hill, this is, he has the, the call, if you remember, um, Hugh Grant is, is winning, right? She's there saying, I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy saying that I love him. He has a moment there to get the reward. He refuses it. He's done all the hard work, right? But he refuses it. So he goes back into this testy phase. And what does he do? The urge to go back to the ordinary world. And you see him go back to his friends and they're there and he's sitting there and he's going back to the ordinary world. Make sense? He does it a couple of times in the film, by the way, because he does it when he goes back to the ordinary world and he starts dating other girls. He starts looking for other girls again, right? This is him going back to the ordinary world because we have this, this feeling that the ordinary world before we started out from, right at the beginning of this journey, somehow felt so much easier than this. There was a reason you accepted your call to adventure the first time around. So don't ever let your mind or your brain play tricks on you by somehow pretending that the past was somehow so much better than what you've got right now. A good way of getting over that or overcoming that, gratitude. Acknowledgement and gratitude. Acknowledge what you have. Yes, it's challenging. Yes, there's battles. Yes, you're fighting. You might be losing at this particular moment in time. But here's the thing. Be grateful for what you have right now. Otherwise, your mind can start to play tricks with you and say, let's go back. Let's go back to when it was easier. Let's go back to when it was safer. In business, this is people that sit there and say, you know, let's go and get a corporate job. I have a flippant saying, right, which I kind of think hangs true. When you'd rather sleep on the streets, right, seriously, when you'd rather sleep on the streets than go back and work for someone else, you're cured, right? You're cured. You're cured of being an employee, right? Okay. Whilst you keep that line open, you're never going to overcome that ordeal. Does this make sense? Once you've got that, you know, I see business owners do this. They say, well, if this, does, if this doesn't work, plan A, I'll go back and get a job. I've never seen any one of them actually succeed in business. When you succeed in business is when you say, there is no way back. I'm never going back to the ordinary world. I'm never going back to the beginning. Okay, it wasn't that great. Nothing in me wants to go back there. I would rather live on the streets right now than to go back and work for somebody else. You're cured. What that means is there's only one way forward. You have to keep taking the battles. You have to keep taking those challenges. You have to keep pushing forward because there is no longer an option to go back. Does this make sense? Now you're cured. You're free to really completely succeed you get your your you get you pass the ordeal you you die in some way right you want to give up and then you resurrect yourself you come through the ultimate challenge and you win you go this is what it's about you've leveled up that's when you get your reward okay in the hero's journey they're like seizing the sword okay this is like kind of when i know like in merlin i don't know if he's literally merlin i don't know but it sounds like it should be or could be the seizing of the sword the, this is when you win right the win just my sense excuse me i'm gonna cough <coughs> This is when you win, okay? So in this, I've written business success, wealth, uh, experience, quality of life, okay? You've you've won at this point, right? Now, you can have little mini hero's journeys and you have little wins, but also I'm referring to here is the big hero's journey, right? The big win. When you get the life that you want, the lifestyle you want, the financial, uh, um, the finances you want, the, the success, the acknowledgement, whatever it is you're going for in business, in life as a whole, that's when it comes, okay? It's the seizing of the sword. It's when you, it's when you win, right, okay? And you get that reward because you went through everything. But guess what? We're still only at the nine o'clock position, right? We've got three more to go. So there has to be more to this journey. Yes, there is, okay? When we go round, okay, after we've got the reward, they call it the road back. Lord of the Rings, we see it as well. It's the road back, and in other things, it's the road back. It's the path um, back, okay? Not back to the ordinary, but kind of going back to where things started from, if this makes sense, okay? For me, in business and that, and, and even in story, when I was talking about this, it's where they really recommit to the change. So in other words, we've seen it, People who win, they get it, and then they reject it. 
and they go back into that challenge. And a guy once comes to me in business and says, I've had three businesses, I've got them all to the brink of a million quid and lost every single one of them. I'm about to start off again and I'm really scared. I thought, I bet, I bet you are, right? And you should be because I have a little saying here, which is the first time something happens, it's just bad luck. The second time, keep your eye on it. The third time, it is you, right? There's something you're doing here that's making this happen because the odds are too stacked against you, there has to be something in there and the consistent thing in there is you, right? You screw up one relationship, bad luck. Second one, bad luck. Keep screwing them up, it's you, right? You're choosing the wrong people or you're just doing something to screw these relationships. It's you, we have to turn the eyes on ourselves. okay? So here, even though you've got the reward and you've won, inverted commas, okay, we have to then recommit to that change. Now this could come as another challenge to us. It could be a challenge in terms of the person that wins the lottery. They can't accept it. They can't live with it. There's something going on and, and in terms of they're deserving or whatever it might be, there's other challenges that and they, and they blow it all. And we know that statistically speaking, most lottery winners go back to being as poor or poor than they were. Most people who lose weight go back to being fatter than they were before they started the whole process, okay? So in other words, even when they win, they end up losing because they don't recommit to it. Now in business, I'm talking about you recommit and you recommit and you recommit every single day because there are these forces, gravity if you like, if you look at this, pulling you down back into this phase here. Also, you know people, you know, a warrior, a fighter, they finally win, they get all the rewards, but they live for the battle, they live for the fight, so guess what they do? They recreate that for themselves. They artificially give them that fight. I'm thinking Memento now, the film Memento. I'm gonna spoil all these films for you, right? If you've seen Memento, a bloody awesome film. If you haven't, you definitely wanna watch Memento. I'm about to ruin it for you, which is really simple. You get to the end of the film and you see him reject so that he puts himself back into this phase here, the ordeal phase and the test phase, because that's where he feels like he's serving a purpose. That's where he feels like he's doing something. So he artificially puts himself back into that place. So we do this by just not accepting the win, the victory, not owning that victory, or we, or, or we, don't, we don't do what we need to do to maintain it for long enough. You know, you win, like with weight loss, you win, you hit the weight, you've got the bikini body, whatever it might be, you look great, you've got the six pack abs, you don't con- recommit to that change. You say, I've won, and then you give up and it stops, right? You go way back down again. At that point, you have to recommit and recommit. And this is where you have to do some of your hardest battles because you've won already, but you still have to keep fighting because you have to fight to uh, solidify this change. This makes sense? So in business, it's the same thing. Don't think just because you win at something in business, don't think you've won. What it means is you won once, you have to recommit and recommit and do it again and go again because you may find yourself slipping back into those tests again, okay? So you have to keep fighting, you have to keep fighting even beyond the victory. Does this make sense? Okay, as we come back round then, um, we talk about resurrection, okay? So resurrection uh, is the great, uh, the final last confrontation. It's proof and evidence of the rebirth and transformation, okay? What that means is really simple, is typically you'll get the final challenge, right? It's the very last challenge. If you look at the film Lord of the Rings, he's done everything. We've watched him, you know, we've watched uh, Sam and Frodo for the last like 12 hours. They get to the mouth of the, of the volcano of Mordor. They're there with the ring. All he has to do is drop the ring and it's all over. He's done everything. And what, do you remember this? He gets that point and can he let it go? He fails, okay? At the end of that film, he fails that last thing, okay? He doesn't let it go. And then what happens is that, that that last final battle challenge for him was him letting it go. He'd done everything else, letting it go. He, he failed that one. And in failing that one, he then got another final battle, which was his last battle with Gollum. So he'd been battling with Gollum, okay, for some time through the films. And then the battle comes to the final battle between him and Gollum. Does this make sense? And in that film, he has that final battle with Gollum. He wins uh, the, the, the fight with Gollum. And it's Gollum that takes that ring into the volcano and he takes it into the lava and ultimately it gets destroyed, okay? That point there in the film, the whole film's come to an end. We've watched them do it, we've watched half an hour, 40 minutes of that bloody, you know, it's a really long-winded scene of them just clawing up the mountains. It drives me insane, I'll be honest with you, right? But it's really, it's good for getting the anxiety going and they finally get there and they do that, right? And he fails. It's the final, the final, like, like the, the, I've written here, the last great confrontation and it's the way you prove an evidence of that rebirth of that you. 
All right, so don't think just because you've won in business, in life, you've won at anything, don't think there's not another challenge coming. Because I'm telling you now, you recommit, you have to recommit, you may get little tests along the way, and there may well be the mother of all challenges that comes. This is the moment. This is the idea I said to you, you know, when you won't go back to corporate, you won't go and work for somebody else, at that point there, you say, right, you know what, I'm, I'm cured. There's only one way forward, okay? This last challenge, you know, you've won, the business is successful, you recommit, you do what I've done there, you recommit and you recommit and you recommit, and then something happens, right? Something happens. It could be a really good offer from your dream client, right? Or dream, dream job, you know? This could be not necessarily the big hero's journey of your life. This might be a short-term one, the launching of your business and just getting going has its own mini hero's journey within it. And you just commit to your own business and then you get offered a job with your, your dream business, um, dream, dream company, your dream job, doubling down, big fat salary, lots of perks, lots of, be- that's the challenge, right? And I see this in business owners all the time, in people all the time, you know, when they, when, when they think they've done it and they're there, they get a challenge, a really big challenge. And can you see, if that was your challenge to become a business owner, and this was just one little mini loop, and this mini loop of you becoming a business owner, your own mini entrepreneurial hero's journey was just getting your business launched, okay? At this point here, you've just launched your business, you've had all those challenges and everything tests, and then someone says, here, oh, we want to give you a 100 grand salary, I want to give you, you know, work on whatever projects you want to work on, I'm going to give you a dream job and everything else. How hard is it in that moment, that inner confrontation, conflict, how hard is it to reject that and say, no, I'm going to continue with my journey? Make sense? Okay, so at that point there, we get the big challenge. When we've done all the little challenges and some of those feel like real bastard challenges, suddenly we do the recommitting, we've won, we think we've won, and then the mother of all challenges come. This is the one we must win. This is when we have to go all in, and we mistake this point sometimes as another battle at the bottom, and we think, oh my God, it's just relentless, right? This journey's gonna be relentlessly like that. That realizing you've moved through your own hero's journey, you're so close, it's one big battle, it's a bastard, it's a big one, but it's just one big battle, one more round, hear the bell, Rocky said, right? You know, I didn't hear no bell, right? One more round. I always say this to my entrepreneurs, you know, when you're flat on your back and that, just always say, one more round, right? Just get on your feet, fight one more round, right? You're so close, you're nearly there. Okay, at that point there, you truly, you truly uh, proved to yourself as much as anything, of your own rebirth, of your own leveling up, okay? You've proven to yourself, I am here, this is me, right? This is where you get to own it, and when we get to position 12 of the hero's journey, what we look at here is you return with the elixir. This is when you really win, okay? You might have won earlier, a little bit. This is where you truly win. So in here, we talk about internal mastery, leveling up, we're talking about as a theme, obviously the name of this podcast. Um, external, we're looking at external rewards, status, it's when it, we, we get it all, right? In a film, any film, a love story, this could be ultimately you know, the wedding with a little bit of montage after it, of them on their honeymoon and everyone's happy. It could be Notting Hill, where you see her pregnant, sitting, you know, he, they're sitting on the park bench in that little square in London, and he's reading his book, or she's reading the book, he's sitting there, she's got a head and lap, and she's pregnant, right? And it alludes to this life beyond, okay? The win, the victory, the overall, the returning with the elixir. The, the elixir is the big reward, okay? It's the big one that sits at the end of our hero's journey, right? And you get that after you've gone through that final massive test. Here's the thing. It's a circle, like a clock. You go from position 12, position one. What do we end up with? The ordinary world again. What happens is the Old world has been replaced by the new world. So in other words, in the Hobbit films, right, you look at Lord of the Rings, they go back to the Shire, but it's no longer the Shire it was. They're not the same people. Does this make sense? We look at, you know, Notting Hill, it's that, you know, that's the new world. We see, in fact, we see them after they're sitting there with their little baby and that, or before that, I can't remember, we see the glimpse of their new ordinary world, and it becomes ordinary where he's at the galas and at the Oscars and he's, got, he's in the limelight and stuff like that. That becomes the new ordinary world. Does this make sense? So guess what? There's gonna be another call to action. Potentially you're gonna refuse that call, meet with a mentor, cross that threshold, have more tests, more allies helping you, more enemies in your way. You're gonna approach that innermost darkest corners of that cave inside yourself, overcome that, the final big ordeal. You think you've won, the season of sword, you think you've won, you then have to recommit and recommit. Then you go through that ultimate challenge, the rebirthing, the proof, the evidence, the absolute I have changed, I have leveled up, my business has leveled up. You go through that, you get the rewards from that, that becomes the new ordinary world. So it's really important, <coughs> I apologize for coughing, I've had this cough for about a week, 
It's on its tail legs, but obviously I've been talking for a little while now and, my, uh, and it's starting to tickle. So just bear with me, we're bringing this home now. This hero's journey is really important, okay? I shared this with all my business owners last year and it was, it's a really powerful way of, number one, stirring up the fight inside of you, okay? Stirring up that fight, getting you to understand that it's not gonna be easy, it never was gonna be, it never is easy, Right, you know, relationships, I don't know about you, right? I don't know about you. Um, I've never seen one that's easy. I might see one that's easy for a bit and then it has its challenges. I might see one that has loads of challenges and then becomes easy, but I've never seen one that's just easy all the way around. I've not seen it, okay? And the reason love films never go that way is because we don't relate to them that way, right? Why would we go and see a love film where it was bloody easy? Because, you know, we sit there and go, it's just not realistic. We go into one where it's full of challenges and tribulations and all these things because we relate to that because for most of us, we know that's how it is, right? The same with business never else okay it's never easy it's never easy and even when it's easy at the beginning it never stays easy all the way around and what this shows you is more importantly than understanding that you're on this hero's journey understand that why this was created the hero's journey was created thousands of years ago this was right and it goes back to all the fables and it goes back to the you know the mythology the greek mythology and all these stories that followed the same trajectory of these paths, these stories began, right, thousands of years ago. They've all followed this path because they were used as metaphors, they were used as, as concepts to help people, to educate people, to relay that information to themselves so they could apply that in their own lives. That's what storytelling's always been about since the dawn of time, and it still is to this very day. Okay, yes, we have films that entertain us and whatever, but fundamentally, we, what we take from those films is what we relate to in that film and what it means to us. And the deeper it resonates with us, then the more that we will like that film, the more we connect with that film because it resonates with us. It could be Star Wars out there in space, a love film, it could be Mermaids, it could be Lord of the Rings, it could be a deep, dark drama. It doesn't have to be realistic or anything else, right? It's the inner story, the inner battle that we really relate to. And all these stories have been told over thousands, eons, right? Eons, thousands of years done deliberately to help us navigate our own lives. And the important thing is to understand this, why is there one formula for this storytelling? Because it's the one that we all go through and it's the universal truth. And when you accept this as the universal truth, you realize you can't reject this, right? You, you know, don't wish it was easier, right? Because wishing it for easier will just keep you in the battle. It's accepting what you're dealing with, accepting it's gonna be tough, accepting it's gonna be hard, accepting you're gonna have to step up, accepting you're gonna have your legs taken out from underneath you, accept that you're gonna lose, you're gonna fail, and that this is gonna hurt, and just accepting that. It's not wanting it, it's not willing it towards you, it's accepting that that's what's gonna happen, it's part and parcel of the hero's journey. You don't get to win without going through it, and when you acknowledge that this is a storytelling thing that's been used for thousands of years, it's because this is the only way that anyone has ever won right? And therefore, we have to follow this path and we have to continue to fight. The worst thing you can do is give up because if you give up, you'll go back and the chances are you'll sit around this point, the ordeal phase, you know, the, the test, the allies, the enemies, you know, having to keep confronting ourselves, be, keep being confronted in ourselves, having to keep going through these ordeals. It's a very uncomfortable place to hang out. That's typically where you go when you give up that fight for more, that fight for better. I want you, if, any, if this, this episode, this podcast, the 100th episode, episode, did anything for you, if it took you and it re-stirred up that fight to say, you know what, I want to get out of this phase, the test and the challenges phase, and I want to get out there and I want to win, and I understand I have to fight like hell for this. Not going to fight everybody like a maniac in the car park. I'm going to have to fight myself. I'm going to have to fight the things that are out there. I'm going to have to fight my, my, my upbringing. I'm going to have to fight my own internal limitations, my doubts, my fears. I'm going to have to go on this fight. Right? And when you accept that last battle, that's when you start to get to really win. Does this make sense? Okay, the last thing I want to share with you on this is this. You don't want it easy. I know you think you do, but you don't want it easy. The example I use is really simple. Heroes embrace the difficult journeys, the tough ordeals. Why? Because that's what makes them heroes and that's what separates people out. If, for example, this was easy, right, to just, I'll just set up a business and then I'll be successful, then everybody would be successful. And if everybody would be successful, then no one would be successful because that would just be ordinary. And the nature of success is it's extraordinary, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't be successful. You wouldn't say, oh, that person's a successful, I don't know, a successful basketball player 
if everybody was shooting and winning and winning cups, and there would be no success. So success only exists because it's out of the ordinary, right? Which means if it was easy, everyone could do it. There would be no out of the ordinary. Therefore, success would never be right. It's always it would always be out there. Always be out. You'd never achieve success because if everyone got to the same point as a planet, we're the most successful the human race has ever been, right? But you wouldn't say if you're in that, you know, within that success that we've had, we have this what is ordinary, and then we have success within that, right? That we look up to because that's the out of the ordinary. Does this make sense? And this is yeah, this is why we exist as success groups. This is why we exist at Bigger by Boulder, our extreme growth masterminds, businesses doing hundred grand to, to ten million pounds in there. It's because you know what? They never stop. I've got business owners doing millions and multiple millions in my mastermind, and they are on their own hero's journey. And some of them they've won. Right, and this is the important thing I want you to take away from this as well. They win, they genuinely win, and then they go into the new ordinary, and then their next journey starts, and they have the battle again. So they're never out of that journey, right? Because like all good stories and all good films, there's always a sequel. So the film ends with you running off into the sunset with your lover. So you know they show Notting Hill and they're married and they're all happy and whatever. We know that's not true. Like just they just got married. For many people you'll realise that when you just get married, you're just getting started, right? You just start all that getting married part is just crossing the threshold. So Notting Hill, the whole of that film could be just getting them across the threshold. We know there's a sequel, right, where the baby gets in the way and she's really tired and her body's battered and he gets stressed out with her and he starts working harder or she starts working harder to avoid being with him. They had the right. We know there's a sequel to that film and it has its own hero's journey within it. And guess what? You complete that. We know there's a sequel to that film. So it doesn't stop. What happens is instead of thinking of it as going round and round and round and thinking, oh my God, the torture of it. No, think like a Helter Skelter. You're going round and up, round and up. So you're leveling up every time you complete a hero's journey, right? There'll be one big hero's journey that will be your life. Within that, there's these multiple hero's journeys. You've already gone through a number of these and you'll relate to this right now. There's a number of these hero's journeys you've already completed and you come around, you think, oh my God, I thought I'd, I thought I'd sorted that doubt in me. You have, you're just at another level and it's coming back round again because you keep going round, but as you go round, you go up. So you're not just going round and round in circles with yourself. As long as you keep completing the full hero's journey, you're going round and up. If you don't complete a full hero's journey, yeah, in fact, you're not going round and round, you're going round, coming back round to the bottom, coming back round, and then you go, you're, you're swinging round the bottom of the hero's journey, right? But as long as you complete a hero's journey cycle, you're going up, and then you go up. So it's not saying, oh my God, you know, it's always battles. Well, yeah, I mean, it is, because, you know, unless you give up, unless you stop, unless you just accept what is, and like the film, you say there is no sequel, this is the new ordinary, and this is where I'm going to hang out for now, and that's it, so in Notting Hill, they don't change anything, there's no more demands on their life, that's a bit of a boring story, right, what do you do, that becomes normal, then there's a call to action to go again, right, so in business, you know, breaking that first hundred grand, you know, we, 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 I, I run a, <clears throat> a webinar, the Six Figure Fast Track, I'll, I'll share it with you in just a second, the Six Figure Fast Track, and it helps people get to 100k in 12 months or less, right, so you get to 100 100K in 12 months or less, but then that's not the end, right? That's why we have extreme growth masterminds. People go from 100 to 200 and 200 to 500, 500 to a mil, a mil to three mil, three to, three to 10. And at each one of these, right, they're going to have to be a completion of the hero's journey to keep that leveling up process. So the truth of the matter is, you're always going to be in this for as long as you are driving your business further, driving yourself further. The only, the only other alternative is to go to the ordinary and hang out there. And many people do opt for hanging out in the ordinary. But I'm telling you now, if you're watching this and listening to this, you are not someone that probably likes hanging out in the ordinary. If you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, you don't like hanging out in the ordinary. Otherwise, you would have stayed where you were. So the truth of the matter is, there is no option to go back to that ordinary. You have to continue the journey. And when you accept that this is the journey, this is how it plays out, you accept all those challenges on the journey and it just becomes part of the adventure. And then when you become a true hero, you don't want it easy because if it was easy, everybody would be winning. But when you are the hero in your own journey, you want it to be tough because tough is what separates you from everybody else. Example I use, Ant Middleton, I'm a big fan of Ant Middleton, right? The, the uh, ex-SAS guy runs the program or fronts the program, SAS, who dares wins. And Middleton, right? He goes hiking and running up these things. I'm telling you now with the SAS and that, they don't want it easy, right? They, they don't want it easy because if it was, if they went out for like a nice leisurely jog and the weather was good on the flat, it would give an opportunity for everyone to shine. If you were fit enough, everyone would shine. They want the tough terrain, the terrible weather, the cold, the wet. They want the vertical inclines, the ragged rocks and the terrain. They want all of that, right? Because that's where they excel. 
And you, if you want to become the hero of your own journey, stop wishing it to, to, for it to be easier. Don't make it any harder than it needs to be either, but just acknowledge that actually, you know, the fact that it's a tough journey to create what it is you're trying to create is what makes it so rewarding. It's what makes it extraordinary. It's what ultimately will make you successful is the fact that it is hard. So don't wish it was easy, accept it's hard, embrace that hard and understand that that hard, that is like every, every stage of the difficulty is like a gatekeeper. And what it's done is really saying, do you deserve to pass or not? Do you deserve to pass or not? And if you deserve to pass each of these gates, guess what? Eventually you're up there, you win, right? That's how you win. Awesome guys, listen, that was the 100th episode of the Leveling Up podcast. I recorded it live because I thought, let's do something different. Let's celebrate out there. Let's bring this to uh, to a new audience on Facebook. Some of you don't even know I was doing a podcast. Uh, it's a Leveling Up podcast, extreme business growth through raising your game. You'll find it on iTunes. You'll see it on uh, Spotify. You'll find it on SoundCloud. I'm sure you'll find it on other ones as well because those ones go off and distribute it. My final thing I want to leave you with, it's not the ease of the journey, but our courage and strength to continue that determines our success. I want you to think that, right? Just understand. It's not the ease of the journey, but our courage and strength to continue that determines our success. It's not about it being easy. It's about your courage, your strength, your determination to keep going, to keep pushing on, to keep fighting, and ultimately to win. Okay. Go and subscribe to this podcast if you like this content. If you are a five-figure business and you haven't yet hit 100K in turnover, for whatever reason, and you want to know what do you need to focus on in your business to hit 100K or more in 12 months or less, get yourself onto the Six Figure Fast Track. It's completely free of charge. It's a masterclass. It's a webinar designed specifically with you, the five-figure business in mind. It might be doing 20, 30, 40, or 50,000 turnover. You haven't hit 100. I'm telling you now, there's so many things you're doing that you need to stop doing, and there's things you need to be doing that you're not doing, but also there's a lot going on here in the internal journey, the internal path that you need to uh, know about, understand, and to confront and to push forward on in order to take you and your business where you want to get to. If you want to hit 100k in the next 12 months or less, go to biggerbrightboulder.co.uk forward slash fast track. So biggerbrightboulder.co.uk forward slash fast track. Uh, it's a webinar, it's about an hour and 15 minutes. I take you through the six figure mindset, the six figure business model that you need to have in place. We look at biggest model business model we challenge that to see whether it's got the capacity to take you to 100k or not otherwise it's going to get in the way of course and then we look at your day-to-day methodology six figure methodology what do you need to be doing what do you need to not be doing in order to hit 100 grand we run success groups uh plus mastermind every single business owner in there is heading for 100k we only launched this last march uh we had two people already last year achieve 100k plus this year we've got 12 people going for 100k and that's within 12 months of launching this and for these people most of them weren't there when we launched this okay i'm telling you now to hit six figures is the first hero's journey get to six figures from there you create a new ordinary world if you like and you have choices you start to create the lifestyle business that you want or from there you can start to really build your empire if you already hit 100k why not talk to me about extreme growth masterminds we've got business owners that have gone from 100 to 200 to 400 to a million and we've got business owners in there now doing three million even 10 million pounds in there so if you're a 100k plus business owner and you want to look at doubling that in the next 12 months come talk to us as well drop me a line and we can talk to you about our extreme growth masterminds i just want to say thank you very much for being a part of this if this is the first time you've ever seen me or heard me on this podcast i want to thank you for being here please go and find it on itunes or spotify or soundcloud and subscribe they're not as long as this. This is a special one, normally about 20 minutes long. And I give tons of value, tons of content every single time. Go and subscribe to this. Get yourself on that six-figure fast track. Tune in. I look forward to seeing you again sometime soon. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 